4: Hi, Ed Renfrew for Dallas again.
2: At Dallas, you get your choice of the vacation you want. There's Medieval World, Roman World, and of course, West World. Let's talk to some of the people who've been there.
4: Pardon me, sir. What is your name? Uh, Gardner Lewis. Just got back from West World. Tell us how you liked it, Mr. Lewis. When you played Cowboys and Indians as a kid, you'd point your fingers and go bang, bang, and the other kid would lie down and pretend dead. Well, West World is the same thing, only it's for real.
3: This place is really fun. <laughs> this is Filmsack. Oh, sure. Hello, and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, Mining the Very Depths of Film Entertainment for All Mankind, Episode 577. My name is Scott Johnson. I'm joined today by Brian, I think the robot hooker lady, Malfunction Dunaway.
0: Oh, would you call that a malfunction? (laughs) Oh, hi. Brian Dunaway for Film Sack here again. Film Sack, the movie podcast of the future. Today, here at Film Sack, get no choice. The movie podcast you want. You can visit crappymovie.com crappy movie world or not as good as I remember world. And of course, everybody's favorite. What the hell did I just watch world? Yeah. So comb your mustache, throw away your luggage and hop into one of our early 1970s, shiny future past Delta airlines hovercrafts where every section is the smoking section and the wallpaper will burn your eyes like acid in the face of your printer robot. Good thing. I brought my mirror shades. Now, excuse me, I got to go pilot this mechanical bird like a guy who just snorted a line. Don't do drugs. Anywho, I'm pooped. I was up late last night at my other job where I work as a robot programmer guy. I hate this hacker crap, and he's also a smoker, at a western theme amusement park. It's a Unix system. We're all going to die if you shut it down. But that's not my job. Nope. I'm in charge of the Old West Mosey. Yep. But I'm having trouble with the hands. Hands are hard. How'd you do it, God? I mean, do I let them hang down by the side? Nah, not dramatic enough. How about over the head like a crab? Boy, that scared a lot of guests. And finally, I just went with thumbs in your belt loops while holding your pants up, Bozy. Take that, God. Randy, are you programmed to love? How, how about stop, drop, and roll?
4: Help me.
3: Wow. Help. How'd you do it, God? I love that.
0: How'd you do it, God? It's
3: That's one of my favorite things you've ever hands. said. That was really good. <laughs> uh, th- with us also, Randy. We can't have him get bit by no robot snakes, Jordan.
1: Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Randy. Okay, I'm I'm going to make the announcement now. What 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 do you, what do you mean? I have to push the button to talk. I'm already I'm already pushing the button. So so they can they can hear me already. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to make the announcement now. Welcome to Future Past Worlds where you're going to spend your vacation giving us great sums of money and we're going to pack unnecessary numbers of scientists into an airtight room where they will surveil your every moment 24-7 because that's what rich people want. Strangers with racks and racks of tape recorders to watch and listen as the rich person has sex with a realistic fake woman instead of the millions of real women around the world who have been throwing themselves at you vagina first because of your wealth. (laughs) Nothing can go wrong. Uh Please attach the very fancy single color card you've been given. Onto your lapel before you disembark from this plane that requires a dozen air traffic controllers to all talk to your pilot simultaneously. And remember to follow our three easy rules throughout your stay. Number one, if you can shoot it, it's a robot. We haven't figured out how to prevent stabbings, however, so please mind the pointy end of all sharp objects. (laughs) Number two, Please don't shoot the robotic horses more than necessary. Each robotic horse costs us about 15 times more to build and maintain than an actual horse would cost. Mm-hmm. And we pass that opposite of savings onto you. <laughs> Number three female guests are advised to stay in their rooms with the doors locked at all times. Thank you for giving us your money. <laughs>
3: Vagina first. That's yep. my, I'm going to hashtag those that dirt horses. That was really good. Uh, also, and with us finally, we have Brian, his robot. I'm sorry, his robots
4: can only see an Atari Vision Ibit. <laughs> so true. Yeah, just uh, four bit. Uh, wow, uh, Randy and I are both tackling that uh, excellent orientation video. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to Delos and this important orientation video. Right now, you're aboard the People Mover, which will take you to the three worlds of our Delos resort medieval world, light banging. Westworld, Moderate Banging, and Roman World, where your private parts will go numb and fall off before you board the train, I mean, People Mover back home. Speaking of romance, you'll find it here in Delos. Just try not to think about the fact that the robots you'll be doing it with feature many of the same mechanical parts as a wearing blender. Hey, do you enjoy the Delos life and want to visit more times a year? Right now, our people mover attendants are handing out application forms for the Delos credit card. Just for signing up today, we'll add 50,000 points to your card. Uh, have you, I've flown Frontier lately. Uh, add 50,000 points to your card. And you can use those points for Delos merchandise, future visits, and even the string on the bottom of the holster that'll tie it to your leg. Speaking of guns, swords, and other weapons, don't worry, they're all specifically made to not hurt your fellow human visitors, and if you hurt or kill our robots, all we need to do is scotch tape some jumpers to their foreheads, glue a circuit board from a Mattel football game to their chest, and they'll be good as new. Now, sit back, relax, and get ready for the experience of a lifetime, and please return your seat backs and tray tables to their full upright position, and stack your ashtrays on the other ashtrays, and make sure to put them all on the ashtray table on the back labeled ashtrays
3: smoking smoking forever in the 70s no one ever thought it was gonna end you know Mm -mm. smoking in the computer lab with all of the equipment what (laughs) yeah it's so bad that's
0: like what samuel jackson would do in another michael Crichton film years later
3: yeah to hold on to your butts and all that i I, was a great reference by the way uh, the movie is Westworld, if it wasn't obvious. And um, uh, Michael Crichton's directorial debut, also his uh, writing on this, he wrote it. Um, very Jurassic Park and theme in some That's,
1: ways. It's yeah. really amazing that we're not that far off from a time when you could write a good screenplay and a studio would let you direct the movie. That's yeah, amazing. Make the whole
3: thing. And it was the biggest MGM uh, moneymaker that year. It topped their their top box office for that studio. So I guess yeah. it was a successful effort as well. Um, Westworld is um, been on my list of shame for a long time. I've never seen it. I've seen the series. I've seen. I know about it. Yeah. I know Yul yeah. Brenner's sure. face with the electronics behind it and all the yes, you yeah. know, Many times. posters and everything. That but I never saw it shot that I, the shot
4: of just the front of his face getting pulled off, and you seeing the the electronics yeah. on the side. Yeah, a,
3: a part of me has been nervous to watch it because I thought uh, there's no way this is going to be cool. It's too old to be cool, or whatever my my head right. would say. And in some ways, yeah. it's that's true. There's things that just don't, you know, hold up the fashion and you know just the look of it and some of the effects and everything. But man, I I really liked Westworld. Yeah. Yeah. I had you a know, ball I, with my, this.
1: My, my <laughs> take the entire movie was if we were all of a certain age that we you know that we've all like experienced already mm-hmm. when this movie came out. Yeah it would have been our like Mad Max Fury road. It would have been like that, that level of impressive to
3: us. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think there's a reason why it's so uh, inspirational to other directors. And I always wondered why they would say it. Like James Cameron said multiple times, my Terminator is inspired yeah. by Yul Brenner's runaway sure. robot cowboy. Others have said similar things about the movies they made. And I just thought, really? Cause that looks cheese ball and how could you, eh, whatever. <laughs> and then I just kind of dismissed it, but I get it. And I think that this, totally. even though all the stories around this are that Yul Brenner's out of money and he'll do anything in the seventies, Uh, that's kind of the, there's trivia in here about this. I looked some stuff up on Wikipedia. Sure enough, in that era, he was like scraping, just couldn't get enough jobs to pay off his debts. And so he would do anything, but I thought he was amazing in this. I thought he was perfect
4: for it. They do a great, like for a 1974 film or 73, 74, whenever this was, they do a great job of making you feel the real danger of this, you know, this Yule Brenner robot that, that you think you've killed. Yeah. <laughs> that, right. that is maybe yeah. the worst gunslinger in town, really, because he's so easy to kill when you're, when his you're vision, trying
1: his vision we- is thirty by sixty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. not <so> it's, <laughs> right. it's
0: Not good yeah. at first. But he yeah. gotta
1: upgrade. I counted, that's the when the he gets I counted the pixels I counted the pixels. It's thirty by sixty. Yeah, it's not a lot. It's yeah.
3: his vision sucks, but it's for the time. So this is the big innovation of this movie. This this holds the record for the first movie to use computer generated okay. imagery.
2: In some okay, way. Really? So you, I don't know if you that. can
3: call it CG. I don't think it quite fits that. that if that, it's computer generated, it well, is. You're, you're right. Either you know what? CGI is computer generated imagery. So you're right. Yeah. Either yeah. they
1: yeah. taught a computer to paint every frame of the eyeballs or a human sat and painted every frame of the eyeballs. But that was, oh, really? that was, th- that was some kind of animation. I don't think
4: eyeballs. it was. I thought it was just like they were shining a light that was reflecting... In his eyes towards the camera. Like well, you can, were just I can, getting. I can show oh, you he
1: had contact scenes. lenses. I can show Did you a he, couple of scenes yeah. where they're like, especially there's a woman that goes haywire, and yeah. Yeah. you can see the. The animation, like it, it was whether it was computer generated or not, and I don't know, maybe it was added
3: in this particular transfer. Oh, you're like talking you're about on their eyes. You're saying, yeah. The, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I wondered like, about yeah, that. Yeah, Their pupils are white. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. I thought they were My maybe getting com- was, creative was with contacts. like, like clo- oh, really? They were contacts. I couldn't yeah, find shit on this. I don't, I don't think this. there were. I couldn't find well, anything on this. I just knew I, they looked cool, I and I thought, man, how did you guys pull that shit off? That's cool. Yeah, I it on. Yeah.
4: Oh, I was gonna say, especially when. Yul Brenner's walking down the dark hallway towards Richard Benjamin near the end and it's a dark hallway. So you're thinking, all right, if they're shining some light that is reflecting in Yul Brenner's eyes, that light is not hitting anywhere else that makes it look like it's, uh, you know, like casting. Uh, you know, and the, yeah. the
1: more I think about this, I think that particular effect was added in this Blu-ray transfer. I Maybe. think, there, I think that somebody went back and touched it up. T- with t- totally
3: computer. possible. I, it doesn't, I can't find any reference to it anywhere, but it was very effective and worked for me, even when the hooker like woke up and had a moment like a hiccup, yeah. and her eyes were like that light in it, and I went, oh, 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 oh that, uh, ooh, um, these are creepy now. I don't like this. It's weird.
4: So from from uh, shooting Westworld by Michael Crichton, because yeah. he has to write a book about the movie of he directed. Those yeah, about the book story. that he wrote. Yeah. Uh, he said the three problems were especially tricky. One was the robot eyes. I wanted eyes that only looked slightly unreal, not strikingly bizarre. After some experimentation, we settled on 80% reflectant mirrored contact lenses, which gave us the flexibility to control the kick by lighting. They also yeah. had the virtue of permitting the actors to see through them.
3: Ah, uh, point done yeah, away. This is where it read. Nicely yeah, done. I read it you you I like the conspiracy theories better. Uh, it's very effective. <laughs> Real <laughs> quick, this uh, before we get emails, and I know Brian just sort of said it as an aside, but we know that this wasn't a book. This was just a pure screenplay. I didn't write yeah. there was no there was no oh, right. original content right. for this. That's it was true. just yeah. a screenplay. And,
1: and you uh you said that it was his directorial debut. It was actually his second film ah, damn it. as a director. <laughs> um, it
4: before uh, China but, or not China syndrome, the before the, uh, being
1: allowed to direct this, he had to make a TV movie to kind of, you know, get his feet under him. And it was based on a, a story he wrote called, uh, pursuit. The oh. movie, the movie was called pursuit. The story was called binary.
4: Oh, and, what was the, uh, the red alien dust movie that, that was kind of like, you know, war of the worlds where this, andromeda string, and andromeda string, that's the one I was thinking. Oh, uh, so he show. didn't direct he that. Did, he, he wrote not that, direct that And that was based on that. a book though. He wrote it though. Yeah. Good. That was definitely a yeah.
3: book. Um, let's see. Yeah. 26 novels. Book's good too. Twenty six novels total. I forgot he did disclosure. That guy did a lot.
4: (laughs) Oh, dude, that's a good one to forget once you've seen the movie. The book is really good, but boy, the movie is uh, as we've seen here.
1: Yeah, like he got to make some serious money as a director while writing these these things, and it allowed him to sort of retire into just writing novels, you know. And like then he finally becomes really famous and successful. Yeah, like he's not. He's not really noted for being a director you
3: know no no i mean right. it, it's mostly his books adapted a- adapted and then some more than others <clears throat> jurassic park obviously <clears throat> probably the bis- biggest example of success but i think like you know andromeda strain is well re- regarded still to this day and that's the thing i wanted to get to about this computer vision that that uh, they kept showing from uh, the perspective of yule brenner it is we look at it now and go <laughs> it looks like you know freaking pixelated nightmare but yeah. at the time, well, who else was cool. doing this? Nobody. There weren't Nobody. there weren't this there wasn't even an idea of like a dithered pixel kind of LED. Th- That's not even a thing in this early seventies. So yeah. in a lot of ways, this is like I look at it now and go, Oh yeah, it's like rudimentary digital vision. But I look at it from the eyes of someone who lived then and, and then went to see this movie. This must have seemed like freaking magic and I, weird. And I know. Yeah. And you were
0: you – were so, I mean, we were still coming out of a time when you could still go to the theater and see a Western, right? And yeah. so you hardly ever see Westerns very much anymore in the way that we think of Westerns. And wow, I mean, if you were, you, you could forget, you would be there for a while watching this movie, and you could really forget that you're watching, you know, something that's not a western. Mm-hmm. And then all this stuff uh-huh. starts happening. You're like, oh wow,
3: yeah, this is blowing my mind right now. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, he always looked like uh, Stephen Colbert to me for some reason. Michael Crichton. Yul Brenner. He's no, no, <laughs> Michael Crichton. If you look at Crichton, oh, and, Crichton. Uh, in a photo, you oh, will be really like, oh like, uh, yeah, it looks like here. You know, um, oh
4: yeah, he kind of does. Yeah. His
3: Wikipedia photo in particular, he just looks like a young. Uh, Version of that
4: died too soon. I don't know if I've ever seen. I mean, I'm sure I've seen because I've read a lot of his books. I'm sure I've seen pictures of him, but seeing it, it feels like, yeah, that's never what I picture Michael Crichton to look like. And I don't know why, but I pictured some grizzled, more, you know, old old gray haired dude. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I picture uh, what's his face, Attenborough from Jurassic
2: Park, basically. (laughs) Yeah,
3: Yeah, no, he's he so he's interesting because he received a medical degree from Harvard Medical School in '69, but did not practice. He chose to write. It must be crazy to do like 10 years at medical school and
2: then go, eh, I'm gonna I to write books. He
0: used, it, he used yeah. it for great effect, though. I mean, if you read any of his if you read any of his novels, I mean he does. He he yeah. kind of weaves in and out of technical uh, aspects of stuff that makes the that makes the sci-fi so good because usually he was always watching for what the next big, you know, science advancement was and uses that to harness our fears right he would go okay this is things that's coming up what should we be afraid of and how will this all play out i yeah. always loved it that's what just drastic park is one of the you know is one of his best as far as all that goes yeah and, i agree
3: know, i agree humanity uh, reaching beyond and in, in, and he understands enough of the science that he actually can be plausible about how yeah. how yeah. it plays out in the book yeah i think that's really cool uh Congo, different story. That's a bad movie.
0: Yeah, except um, for like a few of them Congo, uh <laughs> Time Timeline. Yeah. Oh, time the, yeah. Book yeah. the book is amazing, supposed good. to
3: be. It's it's supposed so to be good. really good, but that movie's so bad. It's so the bad. The book is really yeah. good. Yeah. The book the is great. great. Yeah. And I just yeah. want
1: I ju- I want to make a little point about things that Michael Crichton wrote because there's a I think there's a reason why we connect with so much of it. And I'm talking about before nine eleven. After nine eleven he became a Rush Limbaugh. But before that, did he, he, yeah, <laughs> did he really I'm sorry know? to say, I'm sorry to say his final years uh, were, yeah, no, he was uh, I don't hard, remember that. To, hard to deal with. But, um, this guy, uh, he had a, a take on, on how you write a story that connects with people. And, um, like uh, he wrote Twister for instance. Uh, and that movie is not about, uh, tornadoes. That movie is about, uh, uh some people who were in a romantic relationship and fell apart and are trying to rediscover why they might want to get back together, and the tornadoes are the backdrop for all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jurassic Park—it's not e- entirely about reanimating <laughs> ancient creatures; it's about how that would impact the world of paleontology. You know, like it's about uh-huh. the people. The how do the people deal with this? What how do they react to this? How do they survive this, and so forth. Mm-hmm. And like now you're
0: I, talking about the book or the movie, because I think Spielberg's a people person, and he kind of.
1: He's a well, be- a I'm I didn't
0: think the book had that as much,
1: but go the, ahead. Book, yeah. the book very much gets you into how they relate to each other and, and, you know, what they're thinking and so on. And I, I, f- I feel like that is true about Westworld. I feel like Westworld, it, it, maybe it fails at this a little bit in, in the telling, but Westworld is supposed to be about these rich people and how they are dealing with what's happening, how they're, you know, these two guys are friends, right? Uh, you know, like they're sharing a room almost, or is it maybe yeah. they're, yeah. they're in yeah. two rooms. Joining,
4: I think adjoining yeah. rooms. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Like, like there's, there's a lot of like in, interest here for you as a human. Right. And mm-hmm. that's, that's the key I think to understanding Michael Crichton's effect. It's not just about this cool place and mm-hmm. how it came to be, but you're, you're going to tell a story where I actually feel my heart's pounding because I'm trying to, I'm, I'm empathizing with this guy, you know, but mm-hmm, like right. I, I felt something when James Brolin gets shot. I really felt Man, something. I, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't stop drawing
0: parallels to Jurassic Park. I hated that in my in my head as I was watching this. I was like, oh. oh, you can't help it. So he's just hell. He's just like into theme parks going bad. OK, I got you.
3: Yeah, sweet. I mean, a lot a lot of me thinks that Jurassic Park park written in let's see that was in 1990 you get the feeling yeah. that that was the culmination of maybe what his some of most of his ideas and for westworld
0: was he like. obviously has a fear of Unix systems and them <laughs> shutting down and then you get stuck somewhere because that was the theme here too i kept waiting for them to try to find some way to you know send somebody out with the robots to Out to the, out to the, you know the 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 power locker. I love that uh, at seventy three they're all sitting
3: around going, you know, the future of computers will always be reel to reel tape. That'll always be here. (laughs) Yeah, I think we'll lock the doors. I think you can
1: extend it this like trope way out beyond Jurassic Park because Jurassic Park is a story about humans being stuck in a place where everything is trying to kill them and like so is congo you're stuck in the congo with a bunch of super intelligent apes and sphere you're stuck at the bottom of the ocean with some dangerous aliens and so on and so on timeline you're stuck in the past with people who want to kill you you know what i mean like there's this is kind of like this kind of his go-to trope like overall
4: yeah sure. but this was like what well, I mean you could even tell because of the dialogue how early this was in knowing about computer viruses are you telling me that a computer can get a virus yeah yeah and yeah.
3: yeah and, the, yeah, and that's, that's I guess what I'm saying is some of this stuff jumped out at me as like innovative and uh it's old hat now but at the time sure. I, oh, man, the time. I don't I don't think in 73 these concepts were common at all and yeah, so that right. was really cool I mean there's obviously this this very visceral thing of I'm getting chased by a crazy thing and it's going to kill me and it's nonstop and it won't stop until I find a way to kill it. And that can't stop that plays, you know, with basic human (laughs) emotion, but I didn't expect all this other stuff on top of it. Now, you know, it's a cheesy uh, seventies look and everything looks like it was made in the seventies. Sure. The collars are terrible. Uh, You know, the clothes and the stuff and the whatever, but the one part I could not get over and it was echoed by uh, somebody on, I think it was Twitter or somewhere but they could not get over the fact that these two main protagonists in this film uh James Brolin and the other guy
4: Benjamin um, Richard Benjamin
3: they are like time traveling uh uh Christian oh, Bale Christian Bale, Bale yeah. and Pedro Pascal. Yeah. I mean they just right. look like yeah. those two guys and I thought to myself <laughs> I could go for that remake I would I would yeah. watch that yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah remake the movie I I don't understand how the series missed all of the like the best things about this movie for me, you know. Yeah. Like, I guess I'm you know, you know
3: what—that's funny you say well, that I because a I think I the show's—I like the sh- series as well. But here's—but I think series. you're actually right about this. But I didn't know it until I saw this. the The show could, the show wanted to get a little too esoteric for its yes. own good, in my opinion. Sure. It wanted to the, go uh, too what far. Are the ethics
4: of of these?
3: I don't even mind movies. the ethics stuff. It's just because you have a show, right? You have to you have to pad things out, but. Sure. My problem with it is, is this has a purity of, of focus, <clears throat> which I, the only time I think it strays from it is I really don't care about the other two worlds in here. Just focus on mm-hmm. Westworld. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And the show show is maybe a little smarter in that way, at least for the first season or two. But but the the movie's just like this pure like, hey, it's all going wrong and it's going to get worse and we've got to survive it. That that could have been a better show. Again, how do you drag that out? I don't know. Maybe that's a problem. Maybe you don't this is a single season, I don't know. But 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 I, I came away going, I still like the series, even though they canceled it early. It pisses me off.
4: Oh yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: We're in the we're in the times of cancellation, by the way. We did, we just found out they canceled the series, what about a week ago, maybe a week ago. about a week
4: ago. After, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Wild. Which is a bummer, but, just I'd love some I'm closure, hoping- but whatever. <laughs>
4: I'm hoping that, you know, they say, all right, you know what? We have one last little bit of the story to tell, to wrap things up. We'll just do it as a movie. Yeah. Um,
3: do it like Deadwood yeah, did. Yeah. But yeah. don't take as long as it took you with Deadwood.
4: Right. Exactly. Please. That, that'd be great. But,
3: um, you, but, but you know what I'm saying? I, I like, it's just, there's something about this that really elevated it. And now I finally understand why people who have problems with the series and love the original, what they're talking about. Cause up till now, I thought they were full of shit, but I get, right. It. right. I get it. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. And, and, I mean, maybe, maybe it shouldn't have been a a longer series, but I just feel like it's, it's a bit of a miss that the series didn't, uh, didn't like start earlier basically, Mm -hmm. uh, because that's where, that's where I feel like so much of this movie is so good. It, it starts with you sort of wondering what are they going to? Who are these people, these wealthy people? How, how are they already, thinking about whatever this mysterious thing they're going to is and you could have episode after episode after episode of just that just the preparatory stuff you
3: know yeah yeah i agree sure um i forgot he made er i always forget Michael oh, Crichton. yeah 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 I was in charge of that which again <laughs> er is this like it's a bunch of people in relationships <laughs> but it's also everybody running around all the time trying not to yeah. have people die it's just like all right michael Crichton, he was
1: yeah, running from something. He, it wasn't his only trope. This this people trapped in a place with dangerous enemies. Like it wasn't the only thing. No. And and by the way, uh, one of the versions of that trope is called a uh, holodeck malfunction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just like <laughs> that's the name of it. And usually it,
4: involving Moriarty. Yeah. yeah and yeah. if you
1: think about it, like that's not really a thing for seventeen years after yeah. this movie. Like it's this movie. And then a lot of time goes by before a bunch of popular entertainment starts aping on it, you know? Yeah. Sure.
3: Yeah. It's interesting. But, uh,
4: I mean, Cylons, you know, weren't that thing in the original Battlestar Galactica, but became this when they, when they redid it, you know, the, these replicants that, uh, you, you couldn't tell that they were human and Blade Runner too. Speaking of replicants.
3: Yeah. it's a good one. Uh, John Carpenter, famous horror, uh, master filmmaker, John Carpenter, Says that he based the indestructible nature of his killer Michael Myers entirely on yule Brenner's character in this film. Wow, yeah, and even Schwarzenegger says um, because he and Cameron talked about it, but he says I, I focused on trying to do what he did for Terminator, right. first Terminator.
4: It's, it's a very effective thing, you know, uh, acting as a a singular focused killing machine. Basically, is what Yul Brenner has to do. Um, after that first interaction in the bar and Martin, he needs his mama, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> which is great. I hope Need you have this that
0: boy a beer. Oh, yeah, I got yeah. some of that. Yeah. Uh,
4: but having him basically turn into this this solely based on killing Richard Benjamin. Yeah. Uh, he, he
0: suddenly activated the nemesis system. It was pretty yeah, good. I love yeah, it. Exactly.
4: yeah Yeah, that's a good way of putting that. I like that. He got paid
3: 75 grand for his work, which at the time, if you adjust for inflation, it's about 485 grand today. That's a lot of um, rubles. It's a decent. Yeah, it's a lot of rubles. <laughs> I was going to actually ask that question. Do we have a favorite Russian born actor? Because uh, I think Yul Brenner's up there. Yeah, Yul Brenner's up there, right? He's um, be...
4: Yakov Smirnoff. No. Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> Who was the. There was a skater guy or a, something that was a big deal for White guy? He Nights was a guy. skater guy. Remember I mean, that the, dude? The, uh, Anton uh... Sugar. No. No. no Sugar. Star Trek. Oh. Oh. Uh, um, was he uh, was he Russian? Born no Ant- he just played a russian anton yeltsin i think is from well he may be his background family and stuff might be but i'm pretty sure okay. he's uh let's see i could actually look it up i, am, I think he was born I, here okay uh,
1: i am i am going
3: to go with
4: <laughs> there's no you know what he was born
3: he was born he was raised here but he was born in leningrad you are absolutely correct okay. russian born yep
4: uh I mean, obviously, we know, like, Mila Jovovich, and... Uh... So, she's Ukrainian, though...
1: Are, are, oh, are, right. we, are we asking are we asking USSR born? No, are let's we, say like, <laughs> the, <whole thing?
0: laughs> the yeah. flux of things. Maybe we should wait on that part of it.
4: <laughs> this, I don't believe this thing that comes up on Google when you say Russian born actors and it's got people like Michael Douglas, Neil Diamond, Mel Brooks. Oh, uh, I don't. James I don't, Franco. Was.
1: <laughs> I think we're we're naming people who played Russians at some point. Yeah, maybe <laughs> like those aren't so.
3: born there. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't even know if this is a category. Maybe Yul Brenner owns it. I don't know. His okay. IMDb photo looks like uh, Putin, though. He looks like Putin, Vladimir Putin. Yeah, it does. Yeah, how tall is Yul Brynner? He looks he looks kind of short in this film. It I think he's short. Laugh! I loved it. I think he's short. Let's yeah. see. I can tell you. It's right here. He is. Oh, this is High Wikipedia six. page. Oh, here we go. Five eight.
4: Here, here's everybody's favorite uh, Russian-born actor, Alexander Gudinov, the uh, Witness and Die Oh
3: yes, he's fantastic.
4: oh. Uh white-haired guy, Uh blonde-haired guy, A blonde-haired like, guy. Yeah, yeah.
3: He's uh, he's the one that gets um, uh, he gets ice cream in the face and witness. Yeah,
0: right. I mean, Dovzhenko, my, uh, my favorite, my favorite Russian. Yeah,
2: he's it's the so one that comes Lundgren. out for for revenge and the TGI Fridays <laughs> guy shoots him. No, he's
4: not. Yeah. <laughs> that would break him.
3: Yeah. yeah, I thought he was something else, but I
4: guess he. Yeah, he's sure.
3: not. He's not. Oh, you talking about? I'm talking about, about white, uh, no blonde-haired Lundgren, yeah. dude. Oh, R- Lundgren's definitely not. He's Swedish. No, he's not. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah but yeah. but enough is. I was, a joke. Is. I was, was making born, joke.
3: Uh, yeah, you make yeah, joke. he was
4: born on Sakhalin Island at the far eastern end of the former Soviet Union.
3: Oh, nice. Well, he got out of there right in time. The ass
0: end of Soviet Union. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, Yul Brenner, for the record, just for funsies here, died in '85. He was 65 years old. Oh, that's was all. Uh, he was. He has been. He's chain smoked since he was 10 and uh oh, everything he had in the it. end was a cause of that multiple heart attacks his lungs were all effed. he had all kinds of issues so don't that's smoke just, kids
1: and then uh, the good oh. knife
3: yeah whatever
1: <laughs> it, it was it was hard to watch some of the smoking in this movie like there was so much smoking it was, there a was lot. A, it was there were, yeah they were yeah. like okay you're in a you're in an old western bar uh that's fine but like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i'm smoke like smoking literally in bed no i can't take that
3: I, i'm sorry
4: I just mm. love the you know the the Delos board meeting where everybody's got one of those giant glass ashtrays. Yes, yes. <laughs> yep, that's how Man, it was. There
3: was a
0: time yeah. in this country where you could you couldn't even go to a McDonald's that little metal ashtray uh, oh, every right. table. It was just. Yeah. Did oh, you guys God, ever do uh, it? You guys
3: ever young enough or whatever to get on a flight that had smoking? Because I remember totally. one, yeah. or two, one or one yeah. or two yeah. very early in my life, and that was it. I flew and then, back
4: and forth to California alone every summer for for two weeks and uh, like since i was eight and uh yeah. so i remember those those flip up little ashtrays in the armrests i yes. so would play with those for an hour and a half of that flight
3: yep <laughs>
4: flip flop flip yeah. flop turns out they didn't have, kill g- your boy they didn't have good in-flight <laughs>
3: entertainment back then for a uh, continental flight no, like that they really didn't no um one thing i noticed here one thing i really like is uh the difference between what you would pay at Delos if you went then versus today. So here's your inflation. Oh yeah. Inflation (laughs) thousand bucks a day is what they said in the movie. Just adjust that for inflation today. You would pay $6,475 and 32 cents a day in 2022. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, And we would have, if we were making this movie right now, we would have talked about that. We would have, we would have talked about how it's pricing out everyone except the elite few. Yeah, and and what what that means. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I've got to ask though. This
0: is supposed to be a. This isn't like this was supposed to be happening at the time. It's supposed to
3: be in the future. So had he already adjusted for inflation? Oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, I don't know. I think they just thought a thousand sounded high, and so they did it yeah it won't
1: be they, a lot of money a thousand. Yeah. Sounds a thousand sounds good thousand sounds like it. a lot it still sounds high it sounds like a lot of money per
3: day okay. it's like we yeah. only paid yul brenner 75 of those so we can do it do <laughs> you couldn't
1: even be
0: here for 75 days that's What's right
3: up? um i know this is kind of aping our star trek connections a little bit but you guys notice majel barrett as the robotic brothel keeper lady did oh
1: yeah know? right oh. out of the yeah. well, first I thing i first thing i thought oh look there's a gene roddenberry's wife right yeah. there,
3: yeah. hanging out <clears throat> <clears throat> doing her thing that. I For saw her and reason, I went yeah. She looks familiar and then I went and looked it up. That was Did you capture
1: uh, some of her talking? Um,
3: oh, I don't remember.
1: I might have. It's it is not her Luxana Troy voice. That's no. what uh, she has apparently some different voices. And she has the computer voice Luxana Troy right. and this and yeah, whatever, whatever this, this is, is is not those.
3: I agree. Yeah. It's also you, I felt are that you way the gun to, fanning Thing, no, no, that was great, though. I love that, but I'm I i do not understand what Dick Van Patten's voice was. Also, I didn't know Dick Van Patten was in this,
4: right? Yeah, it wasn't the yeah. uh, the Winnie the Pooh sounding voice like he had in Eight is Enough, it was very yeah. different. <laughs>
2: How's I'm the sheriff now, yeah, was weird. Eight is,
1: Enough. Eight is Enough had like three seasons. How did that show become so mighty? I don't know
3: record? either, it you guys. I, I we watched that all the time growing yeah. up, yeah, it ran in syndication
0: forever. I think that's the reason why. I'll, same three same three seasons yeah. for
3: years. Honestly, I remember thinking no, I remember thinking seasons. Charles and Charles Charles and Charles. Charles in Charge. <laughs> Charles in it's a, charge. a whole different show. I thought that was cool, but only because the one kid uh I forgot his name that always hangs out with Scott Bayo. Willie and those, Ames. Willie Ames. I forgot yeah, Willie. Or, yeah. yeah, at the time it was like, Oh, Willie Ames has a new comedy. I'm gonna go watch that. And <laughs> now I look back and go, What are you doing? Who cares what Willie Ames is Am- doing? Ames yeah. was great for uh
0: for uh, syndication because Charles in charge was a uh, direct syndication, right? It was it? was it, one, oh, was of it? The, one of the first oh, ones? I yeah. didn't know
3: that. That's yeah, interesting. They just, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. I thought that was a, a lot of stuff. Like a long I don't know. I don't know what I thought. No, that there was, was no prime time of that. It was just like all afternoon stuff. It's like there you go, straight to syndication. Look yeah. Like I mean, look, Star Trek would be that I'm grateful yeah. for straight to syndication. Like TNG, people yeah. have it we revere it. But yeah. who? what other straight to syndication do you refer to? Was I
0: watching that on the – That was it this – what channel was that? UPN? What was, what was it no, on UPN originally? Didn't, UPN didn't start until
3: um, uh, Voyager. Voyager was a UPN production or UPN right. premiere and that ran on that new network. Yes. But prior to that, TNG and DS9 were just straight to syndication. So they were see, whatever yeah, channel yeah. your local affiliate picked it up. Right. And mm-hmm. I loved that. I loved – I mean, those were so yeah. great. But then what else was there for syndication? Freaking Hercules and –
0: Zena yeah, Warrior guy, Princess. Zena Warrior Princess.
3: Yeah. hers was better. Hercules sucked. Well, duh. Yeah. Xena was awesome. Um way to, anyway. to state the obvious. That is true. <laughs> uh so anyway, a couple things. I'll tell you what grossed me out. Let's just play this oh, here.
4: Gross. What do you I guys think, think? Uh was it Josh Brolin having his lips in the dirt? Uh, that
0: was great. When he died, <laughs> when he, died he was, he was he's all
4: that. literally kissing the dirt is what he's <laughs> he doing. Was. Let's check great. with
3: the uh, judges. Correct. That is correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, I, that was not a body double. That, that was
1: that was, double. was
4: him. Oh, with his lips
1: he's flopping yeah. around, around like dirt. a fish. Yeah. He yeah. really like, took a bullet. That, that's a great little stunt. There were some really good stunts in this movie. Yeah. It was all, all right. right. Yeah. 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 The one um, falling the, off the
3: roof with the uh, uh, Mule Brenner's second death. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. His, his stunt guy, Really like good. really goes for it yeah flips he flips over that's dangerous even though the blood in this movie looked like red paint it it really <laughs> yeah, did so have they had a lot more blood than i expect a lot of a lot of blood packs popping in people's backs and fronts and stuff like oh, that oh for
4: sure like making it look like the bullet went straight through yul brenner in the yeah. in the hotel room yeah Just what do you think yeah. about
3: 70s slow motion how was that that oh, was pretty fun. i don't know about yeah. that a 70s <laughs> slow motion. You know what? I'll take their slow motion in the 70s over there, zoom up to someone's face in the 70s. I hate for, that. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Do not do that. Except that. when you need to show me...
1: Um a robot's face like melting or yes. coming apart. That's I'll I'll take the zoom then. That's yeah. good. I His love shirt.
0: that you'll yeah. I love that uh will Brenner's uh robot what is the robot's name? Anyway, I love when after gun he gets asked... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the gunslinger, I think that's what it was. After he gets asked in the face, he just walks over to the eyewash station yeah. and then our hero our hero kinda of walks off like, Well, that's done. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all done now. Yeah. Huge <laughs>
1: plot hole. Yeah, right? that was We a need big to one. talk about I'm glad it was at the end of the movie when yeah. this happens. Yeah. But um, apparently, all you need to defeat these robots is a little spritzer bottle. Because yeah. Yeah. when he right. tries to give a drop of water to one of them, it kills so the her. woman. Yeah,
4: the uh, right.
1: so love- you're going to tell me the gunslinger survived washing his face? No,
3: no Yeah. Way. I laughed I out loud the- at that part where the lady died. I, that made me laugh. I, I was like, oh, I man. love
0: how I love how the guy on the uh, on the the three wheel uh, go kart uh, g- golf cart out in the out in the woods, <laughs> <I>, or the <laughs> desert. Excuse me. I love how he outlined the entire rest of the movie. He was like, Yeah, you can put some acid in their face. That'd be great.
3: Yeah, before I get That's a bullet to the way. chest, please do these four things these four steps yeah. to solve right. your problem. Yeah. 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 That guy made me laugh. I don't know why. But her her drinking really like the it. water or him trying to give water to a robot and her burning out. Yep. I don't know why. Now, made me now, laugh, now. The, yeah. I
1: don't understand like yeah. Um, I don't understand why that guy just succumbed to his inevitable death. Uh, like, why, why don't you jump on the horse and see if you can get away?
4: Oh, no. oh, he oh did no. Just um, quit. The employee fixing his the, tire? Yeah. yeah. The
1: technician. Yeah. yeah.
4: I don't know what he was. I, I think just, he thought that he had a better chance of surviving if he could drive away than then, hop on yeah. a horse. he can especially killed. if especially if the robots are all going crazy. what's to stop the robot horse from go, not going yeah. crazy and taking you into yeah. a tree?
1: i uh, I'm mad at the movie for making me think so much about robot horses that it is it, like, <laughs> it really, oh my God, the scene. The scene
4: when they
0: okay after everything is destroyed and they took all you know and and they at the nighttime they have all the robots come back in for repair and seeing seeing that scene where they're like going over the you know the the tables of human robots and then there's like there's a couple of cats there's a horse yeah. sitting right oh, next it really? to it oh my god
1: it is hilarious to see and uh, i'm like how did
0: they do that did they get that, did that did, do Let's
1: that does up. this company drive a herd of robotic cattle through town every day i need to know yeah yeah and if yes do they also have uh robotic uh egrets that that hang out <laughs>
2: yeah the- sure yeah sure why not? hang out on the cattle
3: why not I mean that's the the that's left to your imagination a lot. That's where the show really shines. Is it it does explore like all the tech and the stuff and where but it comes those from. Those egrets really
4: just they're just an add on.
1: Yeah, but and then I have a then I have an infinite regress that starts happening. So the janitorial group shows up. Are those robots? And if yeah, yes, yeah. if yes, then were they built by robots? And were those robots built by robots? You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: I say the the cleanup you gotta crew. You got to read the book. I say damage control are uh, are real people who are going in there and picking up the robots. Yeah, and putting that's you got to
3: read the book that doesn't exist. Read that book. Surely, right, exactly. The book, yeah. Surely,
1: you would just breed and and establish a, a herd of real horses. It's so much cheaper. It's yes. got to be like insanely cheaper to just bring but, it. But would horses let you? Would horses let a robot ride them? I'm curious. Yeah, but also, That's would they hold question.
3: still also all night sitting on top of their thing waiting for their cue to move? Like, I don't know. Oh,
4: yeah. I think
3: all that get... stuff's complicated. The, the show gets into the horse stuff a lot, actually. Yeah, it's Though Their whole intro, like two or th- season two or three, has part of their intros is like this big, sinewy, white, right. skeletal horse yeah. moving around. It's pretty cool.
4: And the opening credits, yeah.
3: Um, the show's biggest mistake this- is they didn't stay in Westworld. I think getting out into the real world was stupid. I hated that
4: i mean you have gotta it's gotta be it's the lost world thing right like oh this this you know for this first part they go crazy in the park for the second one wow what if they get into the real world with all the other people
0: yeah
2: and
4: that was the that was the that was the scary
0: part right when uh Brenner's gunslinger uh has the possibility of escape for just a minute it's like you're not only worried about the character like oh shit he's might get out into the Really, real world, that'd be even scarier. Did this TV series... I haven't watched all of it. I watched some of it. Did it ever get into the other two worlds? Yes. The, uh, yes. You know? Samurai okay.
3: Samurai World had a whole thing in season two or three, I forget. Um, okay. And so their, their worlds were different. They had Samurai World. They had... What else did they show? Does I, that I can't they remember but
4: they, what the other one was. I know <laughs> they I talked about
3: the, it. W- I, I love that all the ladies...
0: We're like, I want to go to Roman world where all the sexy happens. And all the <laughs> right? men were like, I yeah. want to shoot shit. Let's go to <laughs> West World. Yeah,
3: yeah, and it, you know they they. Ex- I expected less. They got a little comedic with it when the bar fights and
2: stuff. Yeah.
0: They just played yeah. that
3: like straight old TV West.
0: That was bullshit. If a robot punches you and you fly across the room. The robot's hurting you.
2: Yeah, yeah, that yeah. For sure. you're hurt. Yeah. You're,
0: sure. yeah, you're
4: hurt. Same with the swords. I mean, yeah, like the you know. Okay, yeah. I can understand. The bullets are set up to not do that. If the bullet, if the swords just automatically turned into like limp red vines, basically, <laughs> when you <laughs> pointed them at a human. Oh, owie. Oh, oh no, Mister Robot. <laughs> That's right. I love that you went to red
3: vines. I don't know. I didn't expect <laughs> right, that.
4: <right. laughs> of something sword. Uh, limp, like a uh, you know what's beginning to But actually, so wrote that down. It's like fantasy world. Yeah, go ahead. In in uh, in Dallas in the in series. the newer TV series, and we can talk about the '80s Westworld TV series in a little bit. Oh, there, wait, uh, I didn't know about that. about that. That's news. Yes, okay. one season of it's called Beyond Westworld, and it's uh, right. only the only way you can watch it now is paying for it on Apple TV. But you have to can, close your eyes and imagine, we can, watch, way you can it. watch it. Okay. Mm. And it's a direct sequel to this. Uh, they had Fantasy World, which is basically like uh, Medieval World. They had a... <laughs> the Dehubber <laughs> which uh which was not from What's Happening, but was inspired by the <laughs> European rule of India. <laughs> high,
2: high, high,
4: okay. Uh, Golden Age, Shogun World, which we talked about, uh, War World.
0: Oh, why would you want to go to War World? That would suck.
1: And... Uh, because and apparently a, yeah. you just want to kill people. Like, that's a...
0: Yeah, like forties, World War II. At least in like Westworld, you can like you know you can fight a little, love a little, you know. Yeah, really I mean because you're little. getting
3: the old West experience, but there's a reason people play. You know, people play Red Dead Redemption or two for that, and then if they want to sure. go play Call of Duty and shoot each other with modern weapons, they do that. I guess I think true. that's the concept. Yeah. It's like here, these are genres, and these are the that's just me moving my thumbs around, actually getting out there and doing it. That sounds like a lot of work. Oh, it does, dude. <laughs> but but see, yeah. that's the that's the. Fantasy, I don't know if it's the real I don't think the truth plays yeah, out like but, this in the future, but the on. fantasy is you're really shooting people, you know?
4: How fun yeah. would it be to like, you know, go kill Nazis, go to a park where you're actually <laughs> shooting Nazi <laughs> robots? I mean, come on, it's, do it's it. in real a life dream. I don't know.
0: Yeah. In on a game it seems it, it I can kind of disconnect it. It's like, oh, I'm I'm pretty good at shooting things. That's yeah. that's fun. Sure, but yeah. if, if, but back to seeing a human that looks like a not, that kind of that would I don't know if
3: I could do that. I don't it'd think be I it'd be hard. Yeah, I I think yeah, part exactly. of it too is I'm just too tired though too. Like, That's
0: too too. Uh, yeah, yes yeah, so I'm saying I can't. I get tired right. for this. It's like people in are in like, in this hey, world
4: me. you couldn't get by and not have to kill anybody, but yeah. in war yeah. world you're killing people. Yeah, you're, killing, you're killing people. Stone. It's happening. Yeah. Right,
3: or and people. Is- you know, somebody says to me, hey, you want to go golfing? I'm like, eh. But I'll play a video. <laughs> it I'll, sounds I'll, like I'll, outdoor stuff. I'll play like a really PGA into that. tour all yeah. day long. I'll play you know that mean. game. Right. Yeah, I will. I'll put I'll put all my virtual quarters in there and play all day. But yeah. I, mean, I ain't going to your damn. I'm not standing in the sun and dealing with like sun. bugs and flies and no, you and your shitty takes. thing and the people ahead of us. Right, and, right. I don't want doing hooking and slicing. That's why. So that's, <laughs> that's why I don't think there's there's any. I don't think we ultimately like this is the ultimate destination <laughs> for video
4: games. No, no. Bye. I had a coworker uh, shared an office with a guy named Peter. Great, <laughs> one of the greatest people I ever worked with, and uh, he was a big windsurfer. And he'd he'd irritatingly always use the word "epic" for any any positive God. thing like that he was describing. Is like, oh yeah, you yeah, know they... that that oh I was out windsurfing the the waves and the wind were epic. It's like okay, that works, but you know the the fries you just got at uh, Carl's Jr. are not epic. <laughs>
0: no, they're not.
4: Now uh, he would also he was also the type whenever he'd take a drink he always finished it with. <laughs> like oh, yeah. always see i and like those people like, they're
0: like they're <laughs> max enjoying life look at that person max he'd, enjoying he'd, life yeah.
4: he'd bring out my passive-aggressive oh is that is that drink refreshing <laughs> <laughs> whenever you do that or was anyway it yeah. he and i got a copy of uh pga tour whatever it was back in 1994 and uh played it you know during breaks and and whatever and we thought we'd be so good at golf because of that game. So across the street from our office was an actual golf course, the Indian Peaks golf course. And it's a very flat course, not a lot of hills and stuff. So we're like, all right, well, you know, we're really good at the uh, video game. I'll bet we'd be really good at the golf game because we, you know, same <laughs> same rules applied. We get out there and it's like, shoing, you know, balls flying out into the street and all over the place. Uh, we, but we, kept, we kept at it and got got okay I don't think I, I could ever get more than like two or three pars per uh per eighteen holes. Yep. It was a lot of eagles and double eagles and let's just pick up the ball and move on. <laughs> right. But uh uh but it was funny how, you know, you playing a video game and thinking you'd be really good at a thing, you know, shooting shooting Nazis or, or Red Dead Redemption West, uh, Old West, and then actually going and doing it, it's like, oh yeah, no, far there's a Far Cry.
3: Yeah, uh, that's why I always said like when when the other. when Powers That Be would say games like Doom and Quake are training our children to be murderers. I'm like, <laughs>
2: right.
3: I got bad <laughs> news for you, dude. Those guns are yeah. nothing like what you're gonna there's do. There's
4: no la- Last Starfighter happening in no. this world.
3: Nobody goes, uh, where's the W A S D on this gun? Like nobody, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it doesn't work that way.
1: I- I agree with everything you just said however i do think the movie is right and probably even plays it a little safe that every rich dude would be going to this brothel like you'd oh, yeah. be hell paying yeah. whatever it costs hell yeah to find out what is under the skirts of these women robots yeah i <laughs>
3: that is true i think you know the epstein islands of the world whatever where, where billionaires go and Act out their most horrid fantasies because they can, because they're billionaires. Like that is a that is definitely a thing. And historically, there's lots of stories about you know people who are just all sorts of debauchery happens. So that always rung true to me, and it did in this movie too. Like if you're loaded and you're bored and you've tried every earthly pleasure there is, you go for what's what's next,
4: robot lady. Yeah, go spend two thousand bucks a day for fleshlight with a face, basically,
1: (laughs) and. and then the movie the movie got some of the subtleties of it because like richard benjamin uh peter peter comes away from that experience
4: kind of like eh, it was mad yeah right like yeah. i thought that was well, really cool that's he didn't halfway through having sex with her the the hooker starts downloading new firmware yeah uh, i saw that <laughs> you almost see a little Jeez, progress bar in her eyes yeah, yeah. It's yeah. beach ball yeah. All, yeah. all the
0: robots looked bored and they yeah. looked terribly yeah. bored that's i, I think do like a robot in
3: the thought. 70s look bored i think that's oh, what they I'm thought so it would be like is that you know robots would be very inhuman in a way
4: yeah right. i'm you know. so glad you cop- captured the gif of the the elevator operating woman in the people mover <laughs> who, who watches the door close and then just decides to look directly at the camera looking bored like she's done this scene a thousand times yeah and
3: it was a so funny totally choice moved. it made me laugh uh Actually, there's a lot of great, there's a great gift potential in this movie, more than I there thought is. there would be.
4: Yeah, oh. The hey, other, me, other big one, the, the whole thing with the reflecting sunglasses, uh, awesome that, shot. that still gets used so much, maybe not as much today, but certainly like as recently as the early 2000s, definitely in the 90s, yeah. and it always irritates me that and the i'm using a computer so somebody needs to project what i'm doing on the computer onto my face like lines of code going up my face yeah yeah uh don't like that you know yeah it's so distracting takes me right out
0: economy i i I actually kind of like it and oh man god the focus the focus you had to have to fly that apparently is a lot because that dude was laser
3: focused in on operating that hovercraft Yeah.
4: yeah Who there were you, so many.
3: I I really do mean. I I really think Christian Bale and Pedro Pascal would be perfect in these roles. But do you think yeah. this is viable? Like, would it? Let's pretend the show didn't happen, and we just heard there was a remake coming. Do you think it, yeah. enough people would be stoked? Is this too lost of to time?
4: Like, I think that it's too soon after the show. I feel like the the show tells tells the widest story that you would you'd try and pare down into a movie and
0: I thought you said widest story. I'm sorry, go
4: ahead. Wi-
3: widest with the d Widest, I got you. Wide. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh so they uh, so let's say you put 30 years between you could probably do it.
4: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'd even say 10 years, you know, down the line and you you figure out a different way to do it, right? It can't just be robots are going crazy. What do we do? It's, you know, it's got to be there's got to be some other element. I don't even know what that it is. Could
1: could just be robots or concrete
3: <laughs> like
4: That's
1: has got that's pretty good. It'd
4: be lazy I mean but you know that's been done so many times it would be disappointing if that's all they did with it unless it just, they just
3: oh. did it so freaking well like yeah. that's all I would really need here give me some really great action and amp it all up I'm I'm okay with that same plot just go nuts with it like set yeah. pieces yeah. and moments of like have I mean, him the terminator through, yeah.
4: aspect of a yule brenner gunslinger that just keeps hunting the the person that that shot him initially that aspect is great and that you know that the danger that that creates and, and makes you feel there was nothing like that in the um
3: yeah the show uh, in, by the way the didn't, show didn't yeah. do it the show thought it for a minute we thought they were going to because here comes ed harris in a black all in black with a right. cool hat and we're like oh it's man in black. It's He's, the uh, old Brenner character. Yeah, All that's right, going to be, cool. we, we found our guy. And no, they don't do that. No. Which really bummed me out. That's one of my biggest disappointments in the, after seeing the movie, it's weird. But seeing yeah. the movie, I'm like, well, there's your strength. What did, what did the TV give us? A lot of mystery. A lot of people with little side stories. Right. It's a series. I get it. You can't just do one, you know, quick plot, but
4: because yeah, once you destroy if, if ed harris is that gunslinger then once you destroy him then that's like okay that's it we just don't we don't repair that guy because he's bad yeah yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah
3: but had they made a movie with that cast with him as the gunslinger it was yeah. two hours long and he went crazy and tried to kill everybody i'd be into that sure yeah, i'd watch yeah. the h sure. out of that that'd be great
1: um i was i was so glad to notice uh dunaway brought up the cinematography like i it just it was so good it was so freaking good fantastic and uh it made it made me go uh remind myself of gene polito this was the our cinematographer for this film and he did a bunch of other interesting things uh after the he was the director of photography for future world um he 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 for some reason was hired to do comedies he cinematographer for bad news bears and up in smoke cheech and chong right and i just like it it, i love noticing like like really seeing oh there's a there's a person who thought a lot about what's this what's this going to look like as a single shot. This this could be a movie poster of a shot. And it right. was over and over. There's a, a shot of the two leads out in the desert when they first try to escape. Where Dude. I'm just like, "Wow, that's you know, that's a real a lot of thought behind this." I
3: agree. I thought that now. all looked really good, but did it strike you cuz it did me. I was like, "Why is this set so familiar? Something's weird." And I oh, couldn't yeah, get it out of my yeah. head, and I went and looked it up. It's freaking the same exact set from either the next year or the year previous that they used for blazing saddles. It's the same. one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. But it took me out a little bit. I'm like, Oh, there's that place where the horse uh, farted or whatever happened. I don't, I don't remember <laughs> what happened, but some joke. <laughs> the happened.
0: The horse farted. You, I can't so remember. Somebody, about
3: when the horse got punched
0: out. That oh when, the yeah. End. The horse
3: got punched. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, yeah and there's, yeah. they, they have a robot scene. now. So we know it's robots. So okay. <laughs> they have a scene in Westworld where it's right in front of that exact same saloon or whatever the hell building it was and that, and it,
1: that section of the wb burbank studios which is, doesn't exist anymore but that section was used a lot that it's not just yeah. blazing saddles yeah that's like, where i could that's, that's where i was, thought of it
3: but you're, that, you're right it's probably in everything right anything western it, like it was used
1: for fantasy island and fall guy and you know we watched the movie maverick maverick was shot on that set uh some of it
3: hmm. i never really thought of it but I, fantasy island is kind of this concept isn't it yeah, it really is I right. Yeah, like uh, yeah, it's just different worlds, essentially. Yeah, except but it, 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 the the concept being like, oh, you're coming here for your ultimate thing, but it's gonna yeah. not go the way you expect, and but yeah. you're really far here fewer,
0: for some psych psychiatrist moments because that's what's gonna happen. Far fewer it's, robots on Fantasy
3: Island. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. really, just tattoo and Doctor
1: Rourke. Just or tattoo.
4: Doctor Rourke. Yeah.
3: Rourke. By the way,
1: the uh, the what's it what's it called the Roman Gardens. Yes. scenes yeah. those yeah. were those were filmed in beverly hills apparently there's a mansion in beverly hills that uh, was used for a bunch of stuff like this
3: that doesn't surprise um, me theme,
1: yeah uh, we, we saw it we saw it in commando hmm. um this was uh the, like it's got a bunch hmm. of credits
3: wait a minute that's uh, that's the one where he goes and attacks it and all the terrorists fight him yeah oh my gosh that's hmm. great
1: cool. yeah it's called harold lloyd's
3: green acres estate was it really oh. harold, lloyd's? Was it harold lloyd's house <laughs> i don't know who harold lloyd is so i have no idea i don't either yeah some old hollywood type he sounds like a hollywood type doesn't he ah harold lloyd he made that picture happen if that picture hadn't happened no harold lloyd that's what it sounds like Hey Brian, it was Harold that was Lloyd that your phone is call? Is that what you are saying? Yeah, I don't know. Wait. where we could look him up, I suppose.
0: Well, we, no, no, I am just saying. Okay, that that just that's, that's interesting that that you don't know who Harold Lloyd is, the I really silent don't. film actor Harold Lloyd. I am assuming is what you are referring to. I Huge assume so. Comedic guy, you've seen you've seen like him him hanging off the 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 clock in those black and whites. You've seen him uh, avoiding the uh, the house falling good. on him. Okay. Wait, yeah. the
3: hanging off the clock is uh, is um, not, not Charlie, Chaplin, Charlie Chaplin. No, no not Chaplin. You, the other one. The other one, um, Buster Keaton, Buster Keaton. How, well, the, I, he's
0: probably done one too, but Harold Lloyd is the one that,
3: that really? I remember.
0: I don't know if Buster Keaton did one or not. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Harold
3: Lloyd's huge. Yeah. 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 Okay. Look at you, Mr. Old soul with your Harold Lloyd knowledge. Well, I, I just watched some documentaries. Ago, safety like four or safety five years last ago. is
4: the, uh, yeah. The Harry Harold Lloyd, the famous one that you see. Yeah.
3: You think Harry Lloyd is like, ah, listen, I'm I've been real popular here in Hollywood, see? Build me a house that looks like a great garden, see? <laughs> you think he did that? And then said, Make I, my actually, other movies with my maybe, yard, get command. He didn't say maybe, a thing. Maybe, he didn't say he a did, thing.
1: Maybe he did all of his negotiations silently. Yeah, He held up
3: cards yeah. while music played and said, yeah, here, yeah, here's what I'm want you want you to do. You get the idea. <laughs> I love that. That's a really great idea uh who's our guy with the mustache what's his name the actor uh, alan alan oppenheimer all right that guy's got a really really hairy armpit i just want yes, to put it I out agree. There he is.
2: really hairy yes,
1: like
3: saw. just my gosh when he got in there with the with the hooker uh, robot i went uh, oh is, no
1: wait 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 you mean the uh the lead sorry yeah i the thought lead. you were talking about the richard G- benjamin or, then. Yeah. yeah richard benjamin also
3: Oh, well wait, who's Oppenheimer? He's the-, the he was the chief supervisor
1: with the amazing he made mustache. That, he made that bomb, right?
3: Oh. Oh. Oh right. Well, yeah, that's based on him. I assume they named him Oppenheimer for that, right? because he's the guy that made the
4: no no, no no he's, he's the, the actor, actor. Is, no no yeah, no oh, no
3: i understand that but oh i right he's not the character duh
4: so maybe his parents you know were really <laughs> impressed with Oppenheimer. And, <laughs> maybe he's related to Oppenheimer. that guy really made know. a difference in the world could be, yeah. See? he's still with and us he's that's around. a pretty that's a pretty uh you know unique name could could be yeah. somehow really. that guy's still really
3: working by the way he was um Sherman king gray skull and he man and the masters of the universe this year Oh, really? There's uh, a voice I on Chippendale this. Rescue Rangers that everyone raves about. And he was, oh, he played Skeletor in that. I didn't know they were in that. Um, and then, let's see, Toy Story 4, uh, the old timer guy, and that was this guy. He's still, look at him. That's great. Remember Toy Story 4, Brian, or Dunaway? You'd love that. Dunway, You'd love yeah. it. I remember. haven't it's seen
0: 4 yet. I've only, I, I started watching. I haven't finished it yet, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I didn't care for 3, but 4 was pretty good from what I saw. So I I just haven't went back and Do you do that a lot where you start
3: a thing and then don't um, pick uh, it up it's,
0: it's according. It was one of those things where I was like, ah, I don't know what I want to watch. Disney's yeah. on. I'm like, oh, they're, they're kind of featuring Toy Story 4. Let's just get a little a taste, of vibe to see if it's something I want to sit down and watch. Because I do want to sit down and watch it, but not if it's going to be just more Toy Story 3 sure and so i was like okay yeah i like this and i just haven't got back to it well you
4: know, there's real stakes you know when the toys start dying in toy story <laughs> 4 uh, right oh my
3: gosh he is literally the replacement skeletor you guys so like the original skeletor <laughs> yeah
1: back. This, guy, this guy does a lot of voices oh my gosh like a
3: lot yeah and it's been doing it forever all through the 90s all through the 80s um he did other things, but like you know, the Smurfs from eighty one to eighty nine. He was uh, he was
0: Vanity Smurf. Yeah, he did this. He, uh, he was
3: he was what what Smurf was he? Uh, uh, let's see, Old Timey Smurf, va- Vanity <laughs> Smurf, Old
0: Timey Smurf. It, <laughs> was, be va- great. it was Vanity be Smurf
3: brand. Vanity Smurf. Oh,
0: was he Vanity oh, really? Smurf? Really? Vanity That's Smurf.
3: wild. I'm sorry. Played three. He played, wow. three. What, he played yeah. Vanity Smurf, Father Time, and Winslow. Whoever w- w- Winslow, w- w- Winslow, w- Winslow, Winslow. But then you know, Brave, he was in Brave Star. Who did he play? I don't really. He was outlaw scuzz. Oh, he did everything. I love Brave Star. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, the guy works and continues to. And hats off to a guy who's probably see 1930. What does that make him? Um... 90. Yeah,
1: he is, he is 92 now. 92. 92. Wow. That's
3: great. Still kicking it. One of the
1: few that's still kicking it. Everyone in this movie died
3: yeah, long, they're all long dead. ago. And, well, no way. James Brolin's still here. He's around.
1: Oh, and when you point wow. at a movie, Scott, and say, who's the guy with the great mustache? I'm thinking James Brolin.
3: Sure, but he didn't he have is, one in this. He was shaved in this. <laughs> he
1: didn't. Sure, but my gosh, his hair. Oh, my gosh.
3: Have you seen it now? Wow. It's, it's beautiful. He it has beautiful so hair now. So feathery. Could you do a new one with his son? Get Josh in there. Get uh, yeah, Thanos sure. in there. Why not? You know, he he's got Thanos blood. He's got or no, he's got he's got James Brolin blood. And then who's the mom? Is Strizan I think
4: was his mom. Oh, Streisand, right? Yeah. I Think
3: anyway, you can't go wrong, is what I'm saying. Look at him now. So there's a picture of him now. Look at that hair now. Gorgeous. Oh, it's it's beautiful. Yeah, you're a gorgeous, gorgeous man. <laughs> he is a he is a <laughs> never ending. Bucket of handsome that guy. Yeah, it yeah, really yeah. is. Yeah. Now, kiss the dirt. Steely eyes. Yeah, And yeah. just get him in every western he needed to get done. Get him and get a buddy cop going with him and uh, uh Sam uh Elliot. Like, what are you even <laughs> doing here? He was in Lightyear. I like that movie, okay? It was all right. Anyway, uh anything else you guys want to mention here about the uh the deal about the uh the Let's see, what movie? what else? I really enjoyed I this. Here. Here. I did too. I More really than had I a good thought time. I would. Yeah. I was really shocked. Did you? Is this your first time, Dunaway? Or uh, yeah,
0: yeah, first time of watching this movie. Same, correct.
3: Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really same liked here. it. I, I this is now one I think I would watch again, and I would like watch with people. And and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of another early seventies movie I can do that with. Maybe Chocolate yeah. Factory or something. But
0: there, there's parts of it that get that kind of sag and just kind of like eh, this is. I'm. Can I fast forward this part? I mean, like I I didn't really care anything uh about the medieval uh storyline oh, that was going sure. on i i really just didn't care yeah and you I like, like how that lady dropped her them.
3: towels though That was pretty That was pretty cool yeah yeah there was moments but it was just like mm, <laughs> yeah I she, she threw them on the floor but yeah that that was dumb and i didn't really i didn't relate to any of that um yeah i guess it did make for good set pieces for him to travel through while he's running yeah. from yule brenner right it also made Not, it made those worlds seem very small and that there were only like four guests at the entire thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish that didn't feel like that. Like the show does has done a a better job of vastness. It's like this is huge and we are all over the place and we have so much land dedicated to this in the old west that you know, yeah. you'll never find the end of it or the edges of it and I I love that.
4: Right. Yeah, but I mean if you focus on too many characters then you lose the impact of of them dying. Like Oh no, like I totally agree.
3: I they just weren't enough secondary like crowd shots. Yeah, it was. Just, oh, I see
4: what you're saying. Sure.
3: Yeah, just to give you the feeling that the world was bigger. I didn't need to know who they were so much, but
1: like what, yeah. when you're in a bar and outside there's a bunch of shooting going on and it's never-ending shooting for yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I totally get it's it. Dumb. Right, that's way cheaper than actually showing me that all of that. But it's so annoying. Yeah. It is
0: annoying. and also it also reminded me and gave me time to think, oh, you know, sure, they can stop you from shooting the gun directly to the person, but God, with that many
4: bullets, someone's gonna right. hit you. you right exactly. you just standing in the wrong place behind the yeah. robot <laughs> ricochet <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
3: How'd you guys feel about his um, low battery gun? That was pretty funny.
0: I kind of thought that was kind of fun. I was like,
3: oh, very funny. yeah, that made me laugh. I don't know if it was yeah. meant to make me laugh, but it did.
4: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. and it ends up uh, that ends up with him. You know, everything's breaking down. He can't see as well anymore. He gets blinded by some torches, <laughs> and then we get the best stunt I've seen in a long time, which is a guy in a full fire suit, like yes. f- full on one hundred percent
4: engulfed. Oh no! So
0: kidding. like Is Everything it made yeah. out of gas,
3: right? Yeah, Jesus. that looked. That was a little more intense. I don't know. I guess I just didn't expect it. Yeah. They must not have heard of anything flame
0: retardant. I thought the whole thing here to me, though, the whole moral of the story was to me was that in the future, we don't have a fire marshal anymore. Apparently, you know, it's just the Wild West in the future. You can you can freaking uh, have doors that lock that you can't escape from a heat room. Mm-hmm. You got robots that are extremely flammable, yep. not Scotch guarded or anything. I don't know. <laughs> it seemed a little ridiculous to me. Where's Wait, the fire marshal? Scar- Scotch Guard
3: does the f- is that flame retardant? I thought that just made I think things that, not get I stained. I think they
0: added. I think there's some additives to Scotch Guard that you can do. That's that amazing. I, yeah, I love I that. I forget well, what the real stuff is called that makes it flame retardant. Well, One
1: good. other thing: um, don't set off an explosion in a room that you are in to try to blow down a wall um, right that uh, oh. an explosion big enough to blow a, a hole in the wall
4: the jail yeah, wall yeah yeah is yeah, going to also come back to you it's
1: going to yeah, also yeah. murder you yeah um, yeah like I'm, I'm here to tell you, I have been like I think I, some of my hearing loss came from being in a room with a very small firework going off. It's yeah. it does not take a lot of an explosive to injure. Yeah,
3: no, that's yeah. why um, I have friends with horrible hearing that do gun range all the time, and even though they wear the the muffled Earmuffs, stuff, it's yeah. still it still affects you, man.
0: I I want a towel. I want a towel that will hug me so tight that I can kick down a door and I won't lose my... I can't even walk through the house without my towel what, what, falling yeah, off. Oh, sorry, magic- excuse
1: me. That, that was magic wardrobe. <laughs> what was that?
3: Yeah, that was fancy. It's amazing. Yeah, he looked real stupid. Richard Benjamin's still alive, too, by the way. He's with us. So oh, James Brolin, nice. Richard Benjamin, Alan Oppenheimer. Actually, I'm going to... Oh, Dick Van Patten died. But... Oh, and so did she. Anyway, they're the three. <laughs> A lot, a, lot, a lot of dead people so yeah, I, was gonna, right. I was gonna say more people died than haven't but you know the big three yeah. your big three they all live dick, well, yeah. dick
1: van patten uh died in 2015 yeah uh what about norman bartold like he why does he get a high uh, credit norman bartold is like the fourth name you see in the credits he's the,
4: he's the dude who gets killed by the black knight
1: oh right. yeah
3: okay
4: that's yep.
1: all he that's all he has is with this fight scene wow and, you know,
3: I don't get it. I still don't know. I kept having to remind myself he's a guest. This isn't some guess, secondary yeah. robot right, mo- moment. Yeah, I don't know. That stuff was yeah.
4: weird. I do like his expression when he looks over at his wife who's like all of a sudden super excited about Medieval World. <laughs> like, yeah. Watching the orientation being like, oh. Oh,
3: hi there. I didn't know you could do that. Well, then. These guys are all busy still. Huh. Um, they're all working. Man. They're all doing the work. I didn't expect that for whatever reason. Uh, Gil Brenner would have been like 150 by now, so he, he can't do it, but oh, yeah, you know. he's great. It did make me want to watch some of his old movies, like, um, you know, Magnificent Seven's an easy pick, but I really like him. He plays Ramesses and the Ten Commandments, I really like him oh, in that. See, that's yeah.
1: like I kept calling him Ramsey's the whole movie, Ramsey with a gun, yeah. And uh, I actually, again, I said this last week. I don't think he's a very good actor. He doesn't have any range at all. No, As one in the Ten Commandments, he is just this like
3: barely English speaking, <laughs> you know? Yeah. To me, he's like Arnold, <laughs> at least young Arnold. You got one mode and it's Arnold. Right.
2: <laughs> it's true. And yeah. uh, in
3: some ways he's like, you know, that era's Schwarzenegger in a weird way. But I'm glad
1: we, we, watched, we just watched a movie where Joel Brenner, this famous old actor, is playing the center of his skills. Like, this is the yes. best thing yeah. he could have ever been cast to do. Yeah, I
3: agree. And this was his uh, fourth to last movie. He did Westworld, Ultimate Warrior, whatever that is. Uh, ultimate Warrior, man. Future World, and then Death Rage. All of those sound bad and probably worthy of the show.
0: I Death Rage sounds pretty cool. I like that idea. Death
3: Rage. Death Rage. Uh, I,
0: I'm so angry about being dead. Oh, I, it really I
1: burns re- me up. I really want to sack the Ultimate Warrior with you guys. Yeah, um, I saw it once when I was little and I barely remember any of it, but I want to read to you the description of this Go. movie. Go, A virus Holocaust is not the only plague that threatens our future in oh. New York city in 2012 AD in a plague devastated world. One tired man finds a reason oh. to fight. Oh my
0: Lord. I love it. When I love stories that wrap around, <laughs> A tired man, yeah, like right. fallen One tired that's a great, man.
1: Yeah, starring man. Yul Brenner and Max von Sydow. Wow, oh, they both sound tired.
3: Yeah, they do. <laughs> They're both oh,
1: tired falling
4: down. Great, great comparison. Down, by the way, totally. yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: that's yeah. Von, the most tired anyone's, von, anyone's ever been. Max von Sydow, side out, however you say it. He always he when he was thirty, he looked ninety. I don't understand yeah, that guy. That's true. Yeah, his physiology was was just weird. That guy, but um, yeah. uh Death Rage also. Looks good. Listen to this: a retired hitman. He plays a hitman. Retired hitman decides to take one last job to avoid the murder of his brother by a mafia gang. An eager would-be mobster helps him. A mafia gang. Yeah, seems redundant, doesn't it? It does seem redundant, right? (laughs) It's It's wet rain. Mafia gang. La Rabbia
4: agliocci. Yeah,
3: this is obviously an Italian film. Italian film. But but look at him in there. Look at
4: that. Yeah, that painting is awesome. Martin Balsam also in that. Yeah. He's cool.
3: Barbara Boucher. I think she shows her. Uh, yeah, it's an Italian film. We're going <laughs> to see some boobies. Is,
2: yeah. What is that one
0: guy going Beep. through the windshield? He's pulling a, like a Deadpool <laughs> kind of
3: yeah. moment there. Yeah. Oh, my God. And that car, but, is it crashing away from Yul Brenner? Right, exactly. I don't know. Is
4: it the front of the car or the back of the car? Is yeah. Yul
0: Brenner shooting that guy in the on the side of the head? I mean, that's not really how you shoot people. And where is he at? Is he on the back of the car? Is yeah. he... I've got questions.
3: (laughs) I have questions I would like to see. And I'm sure the movie
4: wouldn't answer any of those, by the way. Yeah, probably not. not.
3: Looks great, though. Geez. Ocho. Um, All right, I'm going to do some clips now. This is uh, clips for the film Westworld, as you may have just heard. And uh, we're going to go ahead and do them. So here's uh, some weird thank yous. These creep me out. I don't know why these happen, but here you go.
4: Thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye.
3: Why was that so drawn out? What yeah. happened?
4: There? It was so that, weird. Yeah, the, well, the interviewer guy is that was that so that's from a sales piece, like to get people right. to come to it. It felt like a news thing at the beginning, but yeah, right. there was a
0: sales piece and and he was asking how people were They were returning from the different worlds, and she had just returned, I believe. Uh, from from uh, Roman, world. Roman world, and that yeah. was the that was the implication. That was that was their implying that that the ladies the man, like to go there yeah. and yeah. get the get the yeah. Spartans to rub all over you. Yeah. right.
2: Yeah.
3: right. Yeah. All right, here's Fan and the Gun. Hey, what about the thing where you go like this over the gun, <laughs> Fanny? Yeah. But what about it? Is that hard to do? No, I, I love no, you're that. You're doing it right dialogue. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You and love you're
2: going to do, that do it
3: in your towel in about an hour. Or so, yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. ready, buddy. Uh, you say something, boy. You say something, boy. There's a little Neil Brenner. One of like yes. three lines. I It's a feeling
1: that. that was his 47th take.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that was beautiful, though. <laughs> he barely ever talked. So, you know, two, three lines, I think, really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um,
0: Which was good because he's a robot. I mean, most of the programming's for walking and moseying. You not really have much room
3: for dialogue, right? Yep. That's it. Here's some uh, some other dialogue right here.
4: This place is really
2: fun.
3: Oh, yeah, we heard that earlier. It's, uh, wow, we couldn't hold the laugh in. No. Uh-uh.
2: no. Oh, fun,
3: fun. fun, 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 fun. Here's some mumbo-jumbo. I must confess, I find it difficult to believe in a disease of machinery. But we aren't dealing with ordinary machines here. These are highly complicated pieces of
4: equipment. Almost as complicated as living organisms. In some cases, they've been designed by other computers.
3: This is your Crichton exposition.
4: I do like that it's you know, this is basically he's describing a virus for the first time ever. Yeah. Yeah,
3: (laughs) Yeah, like they'd never heard of those in the in the a disease
4: for computers? Now I've seen everything. I can't believe it.
3: All right, here's uh, a guy ordering food.
4: Yes, I want scrambled eggs and bacon cinnamon toast. Do you have cinnamon toast?
3: Yeah, you heard me.
0: (laughs) Do you have 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 the cinnamon cinnamon
3: toast? toast? What about cinnamon toast crunch? Oh, hey, it's the 70s. '70s. Do you have that then? Maybe. Nope. Uh, Here's some really bad singing. I think this is what, well, I'll tell you later what I think of this, but here you
1: go. Oh, give me a home where the buffalo.
3: And the deer and the antelope play. He's so off key. He
4: is. I love it. Yeah.
1: Love it. And, and I guess he's in a a cavern.
4: Like <laughs> I know. Giant, that was yeah, so. That yeah, tub. That giant he's tub, a, man. He's currently
1: riding the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Right. Uh, right. Somebody, somebody ran the cable through an <laughs> echo uh, pedal. And they just didn't know how to turn
3: it off. Right. Yeah. It was far too echoey for the space he was in. It yeah. was poorly done. It was a big tub, but I, they, I'm really you. <laughs>
2: That's right. Here's uh, so Dick much. Van
3: Patten deciding to sound not like him at all. So here's this.
4: Now, I'm the new law around here. You think you can handle things? You want
3: to try me? You want to try <laughs> me? You want to try me? Like like <laughs> Pee-wee Herman voice. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Paging Pee-wee Herman.
0: How pissed uh, would you be if you paid $1,000 a day and they put you in prison? That
3: oh, my God. That would suck. That would suck. Yeah, yeah, I'd be mad. See, that's why I'm saying this experience is a little uneven.
4: Yeah. yeah.
3: But the show was like that, too. and it, it annoys me. They don't think of the if you're going to gamify something, you got to think in those terms and they never do. Exactly. Uh, here's the problem with snakes. You got to check the snakes. Pick
4: up that snake for a total post at once and check all the snake central
3: mechanisms tonight during the repair period. He's just had to make a straight face okay. and talk about fixing all the snakes. I check think Check all crazy.
4: the snakes? What, I'm got to go pick up all of the snakes that are currently malfunctioning? God, screw screw you. Guy.
1: We hired you specifically to track every snake on the property. <laughs> you are the snake manager. Oh. Would you get out there and pick up all the snakes tonight?
3: Yeah. <laughs> but if they're good, smart robot snakes, they would all come back at the end of the day.
1: Right, like, like my holding, Roomba, holding snakes. Like my snakes. Roomba yeah. they all have a base station that they slither <laughs> right. to at some Time to
3: recharge. Yeah. And the only one you gotta worry about is the one that Brolin shot. So get her. Just down.
1: imagine though if, like the battery runs out on us on one of the snakes, and you're like, oh, I gotta go find
3: the snake in
4: the wilderness. Yep. <laughs> right. It doesn't have like air tag or anything that's functioning. Yep.
3: Yeah. And here's where There's Oppenheimer Oppenheimer gets to to talk about snakes one more time.
4: Well, a snake injured a guest. We can't allow that to happen.
3: No, we can't have. Look, oh, can't I don't know about you guys, it. but if we're going to have guests, we can't have them get bit by snakes. How,
1: how the hell is this their biggest problem? While meanwhile, uh, robots are hitting guests in the face with chairs in the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
3: <laughs> yeah. yep. So That's what I'm saying. They're always they're worried about, oh, no, this won't hurt. But then you're getting beat up. Come on.
1: That annoyed me. <laughs> literally, the broadcast announcer literally says nothing can go wrong over and over. Right. Like, why are you telling me this? That is not <laughs> encouraging. Were you you yeah. trying to convince?
3: Yeah, they were setting you up. Uh, here's a, something about being rash. Oh, that seems rash. Oh, that seems rash. rash. Oh, I thought you said that seems like a rash. That, se- that looks have like that a rash. Yeah, have your rash. doctor inspect your rash. Uh, <laughs> my lord and Daphne. Here, enjoy.
2: My okay. lord. Daphne. Malord. Daphne.
4: Malord forgets
3: himself. Yeah, the whole time I kept thinking ah. he was saying Malort and I thought of Brian.
4: Malort. I know. I was <laughs> I was gonna say something about that too. Yeah. Malort.
3: You sound like Malort. I'm like, Ugh. Malort. I'll never drink Malort. Because Brian Abbott told me stories. Definitely I do not. No, I mean, don't drink it, but everyone should taste it
1: once just to understand that. <laughs> it you know, tasting it, technically drinking it? No, you can just I like, can you, like you, you can get like finger. 10 milliliters in your mouth and get a taste. And yeah, you can do it. a finger. That,
4: if that goes down your gullet, is that not a drink? It, you, you chase it with,
1: I don't know, chocolate ice cream or something. You need something on, waiting in the wings that's going to uh, completely obliterate the What taste? if you
3: dip your finger in it and lick your finger off is that tasting or drinking that's tasting okay. i'm saying that's tasting okay so i could okay. do that and not drink it
1: yeah all right and, and i then. think everybody you, you know you only live once scott
2: You're,
3: no like, i just yeah, want to yeah, try yeah, i want to try because babe, it because bibbit says such horrifying things about this drink it is that i kind of do i kind of do want to just get yeah. a taste so i can understand fully
1: it's terrible but it's not poison is what i'm saying right. Right. Oh, it's, right. poison. Oh, say. it's actually
4: over. it is actual poison it is
3: it's snake venom Well, that seems right. All right, here's a shut it down immediately. Shut down, shut down immediately. Okay, get that going.
4: Shut down all the
0: detention level. (laughs) Yep, get them all. But won't we be locked in here, sir, and then get really hot? Whatever,
2: shut it down. Shut it
3: down. Smoke another cigarette. Fill this room with smoke. All right, here's uh, I'm shot. Oh, he's shot. I'm shot. What?
2: What? Shot? What? Shot? What? What?
3: What? (laughs) Um, No control over the robots. The guy says robots. He I, was, does, waiting, I was waiting for this because I, I really I wanted noted someone the to noted a timestamp on this. Yeah, I want people to say it. They did. I'm very happy. Here it is. Sir, we
0: have no control over the robots at all.
4: At all. <laughs> robots at all. At all. Oh boy, robots he was all. using all kinds of language. Yeah. yeah if yeah. you have problems with your uh, robots, use robots, robots at all.
3: Yeah, ask your doctor okay. if robots at all is right for you. Uh, sounds like a kid playing with the doorstop spring thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this right here. This music. This. I actually really like the music in the movie overall. I think generally, like when he's getting chased, I think some of that stuff's really good. But there's this bit. Oh, that
0: drove me insane. Yeah, the chasing Uh, bit was a bit much. Yeah, because because it it felt like something,
4: like the noise that somehow the gunslinger was making. Yes.
2: yes.
0: I don't know if they used a fiddle. Or what? But that definitely sounds like a really loose uh, string, maybe, like on, a, on a, either a fiddle or a guitar or something, because there was some scratchy fiddling going on, too, and plucky fiddles. The yeah. whole
1: thing was done with a piano. That part?
0: Uh, oh, jeez. Okay, You're there's re- piano. Re-
1: reaching into the piano strings? Right. So there's pianos being played, and then there's piano right. strings being scratched with a pick. And then that last Thanks. thing is you've you've taken the lowest string on the piano and you've taken it off of its moorings and you're flapping right. it back uh, and forth.
3: Interesting. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it just bugged me because it sounded like a kid fiddling with the door, and I'd be like, Nick, stop it! Like, yeah, you Nick, come on, a phone call, please stop <laughs> flicking. And that's a, that's what that would be. Uh, all right, here's your final moment in the movie. I thought was super dumb, and they did this while you zoomed into Mustache Man's face.
4: Ball. We
3: got a vacation for you. Vacation for you. For you. For you. 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 You.
4: You. 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 I hate that so much. No. No. You. 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 I don't remember it going on that long when I was watching it. Holy crap. Wow it's one of those things like you know out of context without the visuals it feels like it's 18 minutes long
3: yeah and i faded that out i actually didn't even do the full length so if you thought that felt long i could have given you another second and a half of it it's just so weird like you've got a pretty good ending you could just walk off into the distance and not i don't i don't know what you do but you don't just zoom the camera in and play that that was dumb yeah,
1: that. yeah. This uh, the sound designer was a guy named Richard Church. You know, Dick Church,
3: Dick Church, and <laughs>
1: uh-huh. uh, go every Sunday. He's yeah, he had a pretty good career. Like he was, he was called upon to. Sound design for a number of successful things. Just uh, in this case, I feel like he was uh, high, maybe he was Mm. doing some. (laughs) he was definitely. We need some
3: sound work. Bring me Dick Church,
4: they'd say. Phoning it in (laughs) with an actual phone cable.
1: (laughs) Bring me me Dick Church and give him a little piece of LSD before he gets into the studio. That's right.
3: Yeah, bring me somebody get Dick Church on the phone. I love that name. (laughs) All right, well, there's that. Now, this it's time for the checklist, damn it. Here you go. Here's your checklist for the week. Best robots Whoa, but worst golf tires. Check. Oh, yes. Uh don't feed robot ladies liquids. Check. <laughs> and finally, singing off key in the tub is probably what caused the glitch. Check.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was it was all his fault. Yep. Yeah. interesting. Yep. As
3: soon as he wow. did it, hit a certain note, like a brown note, you know, and everybody went, Oh brown, shit. Oh, worst, the worst sentient. <laughs> the snakes are gonna bite me. Richard <laughs> Richard Benjamin is
1: a real survivor in this movie, but not for not because he's, like, actually good at it. Like, yeah. he doesn't even know that the bottoms of the soles of his shoes are leaving behind heat. Yeah. I, I oh, yeah, that know? was weird. Wasn't that weird?
3: <laughs> hey, remind me of this. Did these two know each other, or did they meet when they got there and then just hung out the rest of the time? Oh, they definitely were friends
4: from before. Okay. Definitely.
3: Yeah. I, I wasn't quite getting that at the top, and I, I, I couldn't tell if I'd missed something or whatever. I, I don't know.
4: know. Do you you Because really, I, I was taking as they just met, because Richard Benjamin's character would have known that Brolin had been doing this multiple times and didn't need to watch the orientation. Oh, right. Like in the hovercraft thing, he kept looking at yeah. him going.
3: He kept annoying him like a passenger on a plane would. And then he right. would like turn away, like okay, we're done talking now. Like and then, that would
4: have been covered with the two of them having dinner after Brolin's first time going to Westworld.
3: Yeah, I think these <laughs> two. I think they met. They they became lovers, and then they yeah died. they, they oh, fell yeah. in love and uh, yeah they yeah. performed coitus in the tub. And what
0: do you call this fanning?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> as soon as he saw him shoot Yul Brenner in a in a towel that wouldn't move. Uh yeah. they got into that tub Maybe. and they made it they consummated it it all worked out.
1: <laughs> they I am I am proclaiming that they were friends before this flight. All I right.
3: believe they were friends before this flight. As I well. think that, that I think I'm Team Gibbet. I think they yeah, just I think first they met. just
4: met uh, patrons. Uh, you voice your opinion on our Patreon. Yeah, uh, let us know in the comments. In the comments. Send, Send us, us an email.
3: Comments. Let's finish this battle of of the men. All right, here's uh, here's the soundtrack grade that we promised. Oh no, we got to get the Star Trek connections. Do that first. I know there's at least the Major Barrett, but is are there sure. more? Let's,
1: uh, I'll just run through uh, some others here. So one of the scientists is has, uh, his title in the movie was supervisor was played by someone named davis roberts uh davis roberts was in the original series and he played dr ozaba in the episode the empath Mm. Uh, another technician his title was technician i think this is the guy on the golf cart who gets shot out in the desert um uh, was kenneth washington the actor kenneth washington he was also in star trek the original series he played watkins on the episode that which survives yeah of course, we have Alan Oppenheimer, our our main sort of uh, villain, our main villain. The, you know, he's Not so- really
3: a villain. He's more like a yeah. I mean, he's he's like Dr. Hammond. He's just running the park. He's trying to do his yeah. best. He's the one that's saying we should shut it down if there's a problem. He was actually kind of sympathetic i thought he was
1: uh, he was used by several star trek franchises uh, as different roles there's our older older wise man kind of uh, character in the next generation uh, he, he was also in deep space 9 and he was in an episode of voyager major barrett is <laughs> probably our most prolific uh, person to ever uh beyond Star Trek. She died in 2008. So she she would have been on everything. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, if they if they could have. But she was in the original series as Christine Chapel. She was in the animated series she was in Star Trek movies number one and four, the motion picture and yep. Voyage Home. Yep. Uh, of course she was constant in the, in that time frame for the next generation Deep Space Nine and Voyager. Yep. This was this was her like <laughs> oh, she's on everything like she, she was the she was her, like john
3: ratzenberger john ratzenberger for pixar she was for star trek that's how it works right. she's
1: like credited in literally every episode of yeah. some of these shows yeah. so a ama- just an amazing run she was gene roddenberry's wife you can't have a better star trek connection that's the biggest Magenberry. connection
4: there is yeah yeah how, uh, <laughs> that's all i'll <laughs> say about that yeah
3: i'm sure they had a lovely <laughs> sex life <laughs> uh, all right. Well, moving on. Uh, let's get to the soundtrack. Right, I give it a PGWSHTF for pretty good when this shit hits the fan, and uh, I thought it was really fun when it got crazy at the end.
1: I I came away thinking, Meh. I like where where it's orchestrated. It's not bad. Yeah. But I didn't like the I bar. Music. I didn't see it as a complete score, is what I am saying.
3: I didn't like the hillbilly knee slap and stuff when they were fighting in that. Yeah. I didn't like any of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, the bar, the bar, the bar, the bar, bar, bar knee slap. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it's dumb. I know it's yeah, they, stupid, it was a trope then, and that's probably one that they were right to lean into for the era. But I th- that annoyed me. And
1: like, for the know. orchestrated stuff, uh, they used a composer named Fred Carlin. He was
3: perfectly successful. Had a nice career.
1: Did a lot of stuff that you've just never really thought of.
3: Any relation yeah. to George Carlin? No, is spelled with a K instead of a C. All right, well, that'll that'll be fine. <laughs> to... <laughs> uh, all right, the alternate titles just... Oh no, we got to do the Twitter post. I am doing this all backwards. What's wrong with Scott today? Oh, I don't know. Geez. Someone reboot me. I got the I got the new virus. <laughs> uh, sum this thing up in two hundred and eighty characters or less. For now, we'll see what happens to Twitter. Anyway, let's start this week with Brandy. Okay. Westworld,
1: a lot of real dudes and a few fake women get together in a place built by men and operated for men's pleasure. And then the machines go haywire. Just like a Saturday night at If
3: yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's back, baby. Yeah, I haven't heard <laughs> Dunaway. Brian
3: World. Nice. Speaking of Brian, let's go next to <clears throat> Dunaway. What do you got? There? Westworld.
0: No time for Jurassic Park. Maybe this movie is for you. Hashtag you'll love it. Hashtag murder
1: bot. murderbot. <laughs> murderbot. Murderbot. <laughs> <Hashtag laughs> murderbot. Hashtag murder bot is not going to fly on Elon Musk's Twitter. Ah, no. That's the
0: reason why I'm just posting uh, this on. Uh, 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 re- uh Was it retro? No. Retro. So- C- what the crap is it? Counter, Counter social. social. Counter, Counter social. Social.
1: God, there it's
4: it. We're, we're moving our Twitter posts. <laughs> yeah, Let's do many, it. What's our character limit? Uh, it's 500 <laughs> it's on there. Watch.
3: I think I'm going to call yes, it. Um, you know, I'll just start calling it our social media post. And that can be whatever there you go. want it to be. Yeah. Okay. No more limits. Uh but it's Speaking of no limits. Let's go to Brian Ibbett
4: next. Ooh, that's me. That's my middle name. Westworld. The movie actually plays out like a typical year. It has its ups and downs. It begins with way too much drinking and ends with a burn. Uh, oh, I said it uh, too, too quick. One more time, <laughs> Westworld. The movie actually plays out like a typical year. It has its ups and downs. It begins with way too much drinking and ends with a burning Yule log. Yule <laughs> log. That's You're good. There.
3: I kept trying to think of a good joke for him being dead and burning, and I couldn't do it. And you did it nicely. Done. I
4: did it. You I did it.
3: Did it. No limits of it. Did it once again. <laughs> all right. Now this <laughs> time for the alternate titles. This was almost called Real to Real Computer World, but they decided huh? against that. Uh, what was yeah. up with all of those recordings? Oh, there were so like, many. There were some. That's what how you do? Are yeah. you say?
1: Is it? Do you have to? Do you really have to be like, it just seemed like a lot that that computer room had a lot of
3: record. That's what computers were back <laughs> then. That's what everyone yeah. knew them as. They were big mainframes full of tape. It was just a way of it. And it's a bummer. They, but if I were them, I would have taken like an old water station or something where they just had a lot of knobs and switches and just mm. full star Trek it. You know, like, it's not like you didn't have that example already. So I would have done that, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, or they almost called it face off. Yule Brenner. Sorry. <laughs> Let me do that again. Face off. Yule Brenner, believe it. Ah. <laughs> so, I, so I tried to do a play on words. It wasn't as good as Yule Log because it's literally Yule. But anyway, uh, let's move on to the uh, the, uh, the the emails that we get here on the show. Uh, we got one here from, uh, oh, they just say greetings programs. They didn't put their name. But anyway, filmsack at gmail.com. They say, hello, Scott, Brian, Brian, and Randy. Greetings from Mexico. Oh, he says it here. I'm David. <laughs> First time writing in, but uh, have been listening since Kroll. Albeit somewhat inconsistently, but you guys are still my favorite movie podcast. Well, thank you very much uh, for that. Uh, so, I was re listening to the Jingle All the Way episode, and I'm sure since you already probably received emails about it, uh, it may be already over, but here goes anyway. They're called Tacos de Cabeza, head tacos. Uh, you Uh-oh. can get eyes, tongue, cheek, brains, meat, uh, or uh, a mix of all of those things called certito. Uh hmm. Barbacoa is not the same as Cabeza. Also, barbacoa has variations. It can be made out of goat or lamb or something other than mm. beef. And goat! Also beef, if you want. It can be made in huge ovens or in a more traditional method in a hole in the ground. There's a hole in the ground. <laughs> anyway, There's a hole in the ground. I, I also recently listened to the Fugitive episode and heard you enjoy David Roebuck uh, in it. Uh, you, if you want to get your Roebuck on again, you may recommend the 1989 movie disorganized crime. I think it's a perfect movie for sacking has a great cast. Daniel Roebuck, Ed O'Neill, Fred Gwynn, Lou Diamond Phillips, Ruben oh, Blades me. in a comedy about a bank heist organization, uh, by a guy who gets arrested before he can welcome the crew he assembled. Uh, only thing is it's four bucks to rent and not streaming anywhere right now. Anyway, thanks for the great work. Love the podcast. Always put me in a good mood. Ooh, he says, cool. uh, well, that's cool. The cabeza thing that's that's he matches my memory of people telling me how meat worked for authentic Mexican food, so
4: yeah. I mean, there's yeah. there's a great place in uh Vegas called Tacos El Gordo, and you can get a lot of those that he described. Uh, Lengua and Cabeza, and you know, all these great meats. Is Lengua tacos. the tongue?
3: Is that, is that what that is? Lengua's yes. tongue, yeah. Are you do you and you really like that, right? You were raving about that. I place. do
4: the tongue, I do, I don't like the head. Meat, like, yeah. I don't like the cabeza, but I'll totally do the. Uh, I'll totally do lengua.
1: You'll
3: do the
4: tongue.
1: I, t- yeah. I don't remember anything about the Jingle All the Way episode. I don't. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I know. I don't to. exactly. I just, know, <laughs> I just know that I grew up in South Texas, where on Sundays uh, and only on Sundays, every little restaurant had barbacoa de cabeza yeah, and it was dangerous you were taking some risks
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> if you went ahead.
3: Yeah. you were getting some mad might cow
1: yeah yep. you might uh you might find a eyeball floating there you never that know
3: well here's what did happen we got some texts in the meantime as well and uh these came to us at 801 471 uh this one's about Westworld, and it just confirms what i was talking about earlier i also noticed this burman nate says i didn't realize christian bale and pedro pascal were immortal and doing movies in the 70s yeah. Uh, I think they are the spitting images. Yeah, you're not wrong. I can see that. Yeah, yeah uh, I really good do. Call. It was weird to see how close, yeah. especially Bale and um, and James Brolin. They look the yeah. same. Yeah, it's really very
4: weird. similar look to them. Uh,
3: here's one from the Flint Man who says, "Film sack." I think before 2022 <clears throat> is over, you guys should sack Soylent Green since it yes. takes place in the year 2022. Think about it, Flint Man. Well, a I didn't know it took place in 2022, and B we've had that on our minds for 10 years. So why for don't sure we, yeah, sure. we should yeah. get it I mean, in because it's people, yeah. right? That's it, big people. Yeah, it's got it's got your uh, damn it, Bill Clinton. You'll take this gun from my
4: dead, Charles
3: Heston.
1: Yeah, Charles. We Neston. just
4: saw with a uh, with an eye patch. That's and
3: right. He had pink eyes.
1: And Scott, you know, you just said a little while ago that 20 uh, 1973 was just not really a great year for movies, and yeah. I mean, Silent Green is one of the better. 1973 movies. I don't know if that says anything.
3: Yeah. yeah, Is that streaming? Anyone see? It is not. I just looked at Okay. It up. I'd love to get that one in. So we will do our best. The Flint Man. Again, that email address, filmsack at gmail.com. The text address or phone number is 801-471-0462. I would like to welcome people to our Patreon. Yes. 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 Hold on. I thought I had it up and it's not up. Oh... <laughs> What have I done? Somebody call Dick Church in here, and we'll get it fixed. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Bring Church. me the head of Dick Church. Uh,
3: it's not loading. Why? There might be an outage. Okay. Well, oh That's no good. Um, all right. Well, I'll try to figure this out. But hey, if you're a listener and you're like, hey, I've already signed up, great. We already love you. And you already know the benefits of great monthly benefits. I just put up a whole episode about why. I love Fury Road so much. Not just talking about that I love it, but why? What are some of the reasons? What are some of the plot points? What are some of the moments in the film that make me go gaga for the 2015 Mad Max Fury Road? Well, I, I did a whole episode on it. So go listen. I, yeah.
1: I just, I'm just i just amazed that that has been, what, five years? Six. Like six years? Six. Yeah. And this is still like, an ever present like ready to go topic for you.
3: Oh, it's just amazing. I just watched it again. I mean, I watch it like every <laughs> month. I love it. I love that movie. That and I watched it again this time was for this reason because I wanted to capture some clips as I went for this bonus monthly episode I did um which I don't normally record while I'm doing it, but um but yeah, I I love it that much and I you know, people you know varying degrees of irritation that i bring it up all the time but i thought you know what i never really get into the, the minutiae of why so i did and uh i think people will enjoy it and there's lots of other stuff from each of us up there you get one every month you never get commercials you get these monthly specials you get pre-show content every week and you also get cool stuff in the mail um like at the top level brian just sent out these rad magnets uh a bunch of you others get art every month. It's it's just a cool it's place right. to be. So sign up today at patreon.com slash filmsack and you'll get those cool benefits as I well. I haven't
1: even told you guys this yet. What's uh, that? This is me telling you guys something for the very first time Go. and I'm foolishly doing it while recording. Do it. Um, I'm working on some t-shirts.
2: Yeah. Oh. I
1: I happen to have a big box of blanks in my garage. I've had oh. it for a while, this big block box of blank t-shirts. And yeah. I've decided, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna slap something on these things and make a, a custom exclusive oh, I uh, film sack Patreon wow, shirt. Oh very cool. That's um, good. Uh, we'll we'll see how it goes, but it's uh, I'm very excited. Very excited. Uh,
3: all right, here it is. I did have their names. Uh, we got Brett Boatwright, Dan, oh. and JP.
2: Oh. JP. JP JP JP.
3: <laughs> uh, thanks for uh, joining us on the Patreon, you guys. All right, our next movie is gonna be Fire in the Sky, 1990 something. Five? 93? 13, 13.
4: Right. watch that's it after you watch smoke on the water
3: oh hmm. wait what's smoke on the water what is that
4: smoke on the water oh and then oh, fire, yeah. in the fire in the, yeah, in the yeah, sky yeah. Yeah.
3: I get it Sad, that's some jokes, jokes. Oh, I'm sorry. But I'm sorry dude, that I, you had to explain.
4: I should have been there for you. <laughs> I should
3: have too. I feel bad because it was very good. It's my kind of yeah, joke. Even that's but...
4: all right. That's all right. There was one person in our audience that laughed at that, and then the other was like, "Oh yeah, okay. yeah I get it."
3: Another music freak like Brian out there really got right, it. But exactly. Fire in the Sky, uh, the alien abductions, uh, the T1000s in it. Robert Patrick. You got all kinds of reasons to watch it. Peter Berg's in it. Berg, Is that the Peter one based
0: Berg. on the true story? uh Yes, or the <laughs> true, the true recounting. True-ish? Yeah, yeah the, right. The, the true recounting based a on a guy say who it. says it really? really
3: happened to him and it also was filmed yeah. here where I live uh, in my home state of Utah and it was also the, the event supposedly happened here yeah. so right. uh I have a vested interest in those dumb details so that's all coming up yeah. fire in the sky next week where is it showing oh uh, uh,
1: pa- a, a pair, uh, a Paramount. Paramount somewhere online one place. we have to watch it on Paramount it was on Amazon Prime for us until like two weeks ago so we have to watch it on Paramount. It is on Paramount. I checked it before the show. It is working just fine. Okay. Sorry about that, but yeah. it it works.
3: Yep. Also on Epics, I guess, if you have that uh and Direct TV has it if you're subbed to that. Anyway, uh so that is next week right here. On Filmsack, find out what happens to Peter Berg when he gets sucked into the sky. <laughs> That's right. uh, our next oh, we already did that. okay Filmsack.com is our website. Don't forget that, and uh, send us those emails Filmsack at gmail.com. Once again, that uh, text number is 8014710462 and on Twitter while it last we're at Filmsack. Leave us a review wherever you get your shows too. That helps us a lot with uh, discovery and the like. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Nothing can go wrong. We'll see you next time this show is part of the frog pants network yes get more at frogpants.com this place
4: is really fun
2: yeah (laughs)